The following podcast will contain graphic, disgusting, crass, foul, mature, and immature content. I'm Roscoe Toscobble. A half-elf rogue. I'm sure I'll help you with your problems. For money. This is Sir Colvick Darkseed. I'm a half orc cleric. And I'll happily show you my talking stick. This is Melvin Hardmeat. I am a high elf wizard. And so far, I have set zero clouds on fire. Previously on the Very Good Adventuring Team. What happens when a ghost shits its pants? (laughs) (laughs) Ghost farts. More ghosts. Cave in a stupid wraith face. Heck yeah. Do healing spells hurt undead creatures? No. No. It's not Final Fantasy rules. Okay. Yeah, I think we went in a long time. (laughs) I just want to make sure not... Let me get out my phoenix down. There is a protective barrier that is around most of this building. You can tell that the same barrier is probably what prevented Exude from coming up the stairs. I'll give it a try. Penetrate. Roscoe, can you make a trap or something? Maybe. I've never tried. I will make a trap. You guys start to take a long rest. You get about... 30 minutes or so into it you can feel the sort of magical barrier that's been here you feel it disperse and it's gone fuck the being that did this Chad the Lich I just don't see how we could have done this whole thing in just a half hour not with that attitude I want to think Plube it's called the Plube Man Group the Plube Man Group. <laughs> the market in this town Why is so actually... evil, man. I'm not evil. Stealing is evil. That's who? Everyone. From my point of view. <laughs> it's getting on dusk, and uh, this is the day after, by the way. Uh, so all of the events that happened in the bank tower, etc., were all yesterday at this point. You guys have. You guys have all healed up. You've gotten your shit back together, had your little adventure in the kingdom of Cole's capital of Kingsbury. I didn't actually do that on purpose. That's just kind of how that all happened. Very nice. Um, and, uh, and you gather back up in your little hotel room, your inn room, I guess. And there you be, waiting, uh, waiting on Exute to show back up and uh, walk you through the next steps. Any other things you wanted to talk about or do at this point, or should we just fast forward on to Exude showing up? We're staying at an inn, saloon kind of place? Yeah, I'd say you're in a city, so it's like probably a little nicer and fancier, a little roomier than you're accustomed to. Do you want to see if there's any pogs going on, Melvin? Yeah, fuck it. Mm-hmm. Want some pogs. Is there any pog action around here? Dude, you're in the fucking capital. There is pogs action going on all over the place. Nice. Fucking right. I haven't really uh, used my new... Clam slammer, so. And in theory, you've never even used your proficiency, so you might like, yeah, start fucking destroying it some pogs. There's only one way to find out. Excellent. Uh, all right, so let's do it this way. Colvic, did you also want to play some pogs, or uh, is this just a Melvin show right now? I think this is a Melvin show. Are right you on? sure? You you just got some recent training in in the pog arts, so. True. <laughs> all right, I'm in. All right. All right, so then the way that we're going to do this is, uh, Melvin, I will I will battle you, and uh, Roscoe, you'll pretend to be another NPC, and you'll battle Kolvik. Very good. Uh, so let's let's start with yours. Who who uh, who should Kolvik be battling? I'm going to say I'll start it off with it is a human, female, 
and then I'll go on the internets and find a random name. I just spelled female, F-E-M-A-I-L. I'm not good at, also don't ever just Google human female. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking idiot. puts you on a list. One <laughs> <laughs> the aliens got away. All right, so Kolvik is going to be battling uh, Seba Mashama, which is the first name in this random Fuck, list. Did he use the Hebrew name generator? <laughs> Seba Mashama. S-E-B-A-M-S-H-U-M-M-A. Well, as opposed to like Brick Rid Blue Cleaver. Uh, that's way better. <laughs> I just went with the first. Fine, fucking Melvin's battling another human female. You're battling Jenny Smith. <laughs> you're battling what the fuck was it? Brick Rid? Bricklayer? I will be playing the part of Brick Rid Blue Cleaver. Brick Rid Blue Cleaver. Oh. That's a mouthful. Yeah, it is. Anymore's oh. a waste. All right. So actually, all right. Well, let me give you your choices here. Right. So we've got Sebum Shama. Zunheim Rahir, Brickrid Blue Cleaver, Cleaver's Taken, Grorstorn Elfbreaker, Sedaf Meg, Glyn Grakrez, Grumum Winter Wound. Ooh, oh, Winter Wound has got a kick to it. How about Darzath Winter Wound? Darzath Winter Wound? There's a hyphen in there too. Dar Dash Zath. Okay. All right, let me scratch off this dumb name. Darzath Winter Wound. You run to a pair of human ladies down in the tavern, over in the Pogs area. They're a couple of lady adventurers and Pog extraordinaires, playing the role tonight of Darzath Winterwound will be Roscoe, and I will play for Brickrid Blue Cleaver. Uh, why don't you, Roscoe, why don't you give me a 1d8 roll? Eight. You are going to be rolling with a plus eight proficiency. I will be rolling with a plus four proficiency. Dang, plus eight? Yeah, this might not go well for Kolvik. All right, so we're going to do this in big old crazy fashion. Um, Let's just all four of us roll up a d20. What do we, uh, any stakes going on here? Oh, yeah, yeah. What the fuck am I doing, man? No gambling is no pogs. You guys decide what you want to play for stakes. You are the ones approaching these Pogs players asking for stakes. What do you want to play for? You don't know how good we are also. Uh, true. <laughs> well, I want to... I'm kind of getting fond of my animal companions of the horse and... What's the pig's name? Larduna. Larduna, Larduna. the pig. Does this uh, person I'm going against, do they have any animal companions? Uh, not in the, the bar. Not in the bar? You're gonna, well, let's say, let's say you ask... Uh, I don't know, Darzath, do you Darzath. have any animal companions? Yes. Yes. <laughs> it's a strong question. Right? <laughs> is it bigger than a bread box? It is. <laughs> what, what, does Darzath also have a pig? <laughs> what, what, Arctic fox. An Arctic fox. Oh, snap. That's actually pretty cool. Seeing how we might be going to an Arctic area. I'm not sure how this would actually help us, but mm-hmm. I would mm-hmm. I would wager the money for that Arctic fox. Oh, an Arctic fox. Uh, I'm gonna say that an Arctic fox is uh, is a pretty strong, like, uh, what the fuck would you call it? Challenge rating? Bond challenge, yeah, challenge, mm-hmm. I don't know. So let's say it's gonna be... I'm just making up words. Uh, so she says that she would bet you for the fox a thousand gold. A thousand? Mm-hmm. It's a pretty fox, though. That is a pretty fox, but mm-hmm. what's the season right now? Uh, where you guys are, it is winter. Mm-hmm. Where you're going, because it's uh, a much further south, it's still winter, but it's like a harsher winter. Where we are, it's winter, so my fox is like glorious and white and pretty. Well, first I would assess the, and we have no clue about these adventures and how good they are at Pog, so I'm yeah, yeah, able to assess no that. Idea. Yeah. You're probably pretty confident. I don't want to make a wager for you. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, w- I, mean, I mean, I would be, and so I'd go back to my compatriots. I'm like, hey, they have this fox. I want this fox. But it's going to be a thousand gold of a wager. Uh, you got your own money, man. You can do whatever you want. I don't want. have a thousand gold for money. <laughs> I have 575 gold. Yeah, but we got, you know, the shared coffers. So. Yeah, that's why I got to go to my banker here. I mean, <clears throat> remember, <throat> Banker Melvin. <laughs> banker. Remember, we got like $10,000 from 
that lich tower so oh that's true all right then yeah i would be in i would wager her that you better right. fucking win also don't forget we got a very nice uh panko cod piece am i wearing that right now <laughs> <laughs> fuck yeah you're wearing that <laughs> i can't imagine you never like aren't wearing that thing it's all shiny and glistening. <laughs> <laughs> that beaming eye. Wow, wow. <laughs> Fucking hypnotoad when you pull up your blouse. No, but I would, it's uh, always out. I would go in confident. I, Prince Kovic Darkseed of the Clam Slam. Sir. Sir Kovic Darkseed of... Oh yeah, I got knighted. I didn't get uh, princed. Yeah. I did. Prince. Prince. <laughs> you oh, just you got Prince. Uh, <laughs> when you get a, like a, a Prince, uh, a Prince Albert. Prince Albert. Like, oh no! You just got Prince. <laughs> I was gonna say purple ring. No fucking for two weeks. <laughs> but that poor, burned-out, tired piercing artist. You just got Prince. I'm required to say that by law. <laughs> I thought it was gonna be something. Put your, put your penis on the Prince machine <laughs> <laughs> oh man it's all like gross looking like the tattoo machine from uh idiocracy <laughs> i feel like colvick wouldn't, like wouldn't know what he was going into he would think he was getting prince like knighted and got royalty but he's like okay i'd like to be princed please all right uh, fine put your dick in the hole man. <laughs> haven't had anybody volunteer for that for a while but <laughs> Okay, so uh there you go, Dark Seed at the Clam Slam. Wager you one thousand gold for your Arctic Fox. Big ol' sack of gold slumps down on the counter. Darzath is impressed, I would imagine. How does Darzath feel right now? Let's play a Dark Seed. <laughs> Pretty good voice. Melvin, as you stare across at Brick Rid Blue Cleaver, how do you uh, how do you feel about wagering? Well I'm seeing Kolvik throw down big money over here so i gotta go i gotta go big too I'm oh shit th- i'm throwing down a thousand gold on this too i'm feeling pretty confident i got this pretty sweet cod piece and i got this new slammer so i'm, I'm feeling remind me what's that slammer advantage uh plus something three that slammer was plus four plus four yeah so you have a plus eight as well going into this and you know Learning that I actually can use my proficiency. Yeah, is, and your uh, proficiency is what, six these days? Adds a lot to my confidence. No, my proficiency is only four. Oh, okay. So you're at a plus eight. Mm-hmm. Right on. All right, yeah. Uh, Brickrid is, uh, at a, you know, it's her plus four. She's pretty fucking confident. What is she wagering against Melvin's 1,000? Oh, she's just going to do a straight up 1,000. Because this is all happening on the fly, and I didn't have time to come up with cool items or anything for them. <laughs> Very good. All right. So I think we should just all four of us roll at the same time to speed this on up a little bit. And a three, two, one. Oh, Jesus Christ. That. How did you get it all the way over there? I don't know. I don't even know I'm, where it went. I'm really good. You're very good. I, oh, there it is. I see it. You're going to re roll that. Oh, come oh, on. It's a 13. It wasn't even that good. That's way better than this roll is going to be. Here we go. And a five. (laughs) (laughs) If only he could turn back time. (laughs) (laughs) Well, uh... And I I do! Alright! I'm gonna go back. You also have luck points, too. Doesn't that let let you just re-roll shit? Wait, so would that work for everyone? A re-roll pretty much for everyone? Well, if Melvin Melvin goes back in time, then everybody re-rolls. Because he's now influenced, like, the course of history. If he uses a luck point, then just he re-rolls. Or, I think the other effect is you can roll and make the other person use it. Uh, I didn't know about that part. But basically, the way I understood it works is that I'm... I don't, like, go back in time, but I'm able to, like, tell my brain something. Like, go back six seconds. Right? Like, I'm not, like, traveling through time. I'm just like, hey, that's gonna happen, so throw differently. Yeah, I mean, like, we've never really gone into, like, the deep metaphysics of how the bracer works, but my... The way that I imagine it happening in my head is like at the at the point in which like a decision happens, the universe basically splits into two copies of the universe. And in one of those, you go forward and you take an action and then you activate the bracer and tell yourself 
whatever you're telling yourself, and then that other timeline is what continues on. So there's two dots? So you're like fragmenting the, the fabric of reality every time you use this thing? Oh my god. So did I see Kulvik's roll before I activated the bracer? Um, I feel like what you would what you would have seen would be like the two of you do your slams respectively and you see that like you just fucked it like you fumbled with your finger or something like that and the pug bounces off the table harmlessly and you're like well it's fucking dumb <laughs> let me just touch my real wrist real quick <laughs> and then like and then you're six seconds back like you carry that memory with you as your consciousness is put back and then you get to start from that moment again okay well, basically, I was thinking, like, if I saw Kulvik's roll was really bad or something, then I would tell Kulvik to roll harder or softer. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You could you could, wait, 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 wait. Slap harder. <laughs> Don't fuck it up. All right, I'm going to roll again. You're like a shitty dad at a fucking baseball game. Don't fuck it up, kid. My third roll. Yeah, oh I, rolled, I rolled another fucking five. <laughs> <laughs> uh, well, either way, she ended up with a total of 19. So shit. Um, all right, so that is minus one thousand. Oh no, that's just a single uh, turn. We got three turns. That's serious. Plus that's one thousand. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so the so that is one one victory point for Brickrid. How did things turn out between uh, Kolvik and Darzath? I got seventeen. 27. Jesus Christ. Nice. How'd you get 27? I have a plus 8 and I rolled a 19. Holy crap. That right there is two <laughs> victories for the ladies. Two good <laughs> slams for the ladies. Pogs are flying. <laughs> and they are smug and uh, fucking getting cocky here. So here we go. Next round. That's much better. 20. Uh, that's not good enough, though. 23. What the F? Go back. You got a plus go 4 and she rolled a 19. So you could do the luck point thing, but you can't impact Kolvik's roll. Well, uh, sorry. Anyway, we said the bracer can be used twice between long rests. Mm-hmm. Oh, is that right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Holy crap. So I could do that again? I might as well. All right. Everybody's re-rolling that round then. Three, two, one. <laughs> Worked out better for her. Or worse for her, I should say. <laughs> 24. 24. She's got a 12. That's a victory in Melvin's court. Well, how did things go out with Kolvik? 15. I mean, 14. 25. Ooh. Yep. I just... So the match is decided. You don't get that sweet, sweet Arctic Fox. And Darzath sweeps a clean thousand gold into... I don't know why I said clean. That doesn't make any sense. Cool is what I meant to say. Very cool. Very a cool Very thousand cool. gold. Not clean. <laughs> what the fuck would I say clean? <laughs> <laughs> it's probably filthy. Thanks for the coin, Darkseed. Wink. Uh, and then, uh, so it's one and one with Melvin and Brickrid, so three, two, one. Oh, man, that's 15. Uh-uh, uh-uh, she's got 18. Oh, my God, damn it. Looking over, bolstered by the confidence of her companion, Brickrid slams down this beautiful, I don't know, awesome slammer that she's got that's made of brick. <laughs> and the fucking pogs just go flying everywhere and uh and yeah you, she she in a in a mirrored gesture of her companion sweeps a cold clean thousand gold off the table into her coffers wow <laughs> i wonder what kind of bonus i'll need to ever win <laughs> eight is it enough <laughs> fuck it double or nothing Oh, hot damn. Hot damn. Kolvik, are you down for double or nothing? <laughs> of course I'm down for double or nothing. Fucking money to burn. Uh, although there's no there's no fox, so you just get your thousand back. I mean, there's not two foxes. <laughs> you I'm just kidding. That's not how that works anyway. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right, man. Let's, they're, they're definitely agreeable. They just cleaned up for you, so let's all get some D20s ready. <laughs> Poor Roscoe has no say in how much money we're losing right now. <laughs> yep. He's just laughing, I'm sure. He'll Roscoe doesn't it. give a fuck about money. <laughs> it's true. You can just go steal more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Three, two, one, go. Oh, Jesus. <laughs> 12 17 that's a victory for brick grid 23 uh 17 all right so kolvik actually stacks up a victory all right I'm changing three dice three Shit. two one 
Well, that looks better. Uh, just a nine over here. Twelve. Oh, there you go. Two fours in a row. I've rolled like two fives and two fours. Good thing it's not a three, you piece of shit. <laughs> How things go over on you guys, right. then? Ten. Twenty-four. Whew. One and one in both battles. The final right dice toss. Eye. Get ready there, Melvin. I thought I lost. No, no, you just lost that throw. It's, oh. total one. it's best of three. One, two, three. I don't know why I went backwards that time. Ooh. It doesn't count. You it's not the box. <laughs> 19. 27. Ooh, Melvin gets his money back. Kolvik gets 14. 28. Oh, and Kolvik gets decimated. So you guys are only down 1,000 gold. And my dignity for no fox. Mm-hmm. No fox. These ladies say they are willing to go one more round. They don't want to take too much from you, but they're willing to go one more round for 1,000 each. And they say, you know what? Let's make it interesting and switch partners. Uh, all right, so we're only we're down a thousand pogs. Mm -hmm. So a yeah. thousand gold. A thousand gold. A thousand, yeah, a thousand gold. Thank we'll you. We'll still be going for that fox. Should be down two thousand, no? No, because yeah. he won the double or nothing. He won, so he got that back. But but I bet two thousand. Dark seed lost both times. Dark seed bought. So he lost. Yeah. Oh yeah, so it'd yeah, be down two thousand. You're down right. Too. My bad. My bad. You're welcome, guys. We're down another thousand. <laughs> <laughs> We're down two thousand. Mm -hmm. So now we would bet another two thousand. You're yeah. I'm following Melvin's lead. I say fuck it. I shot from the bar. Bet him three. Three thousand each, or fifteen hundred. Three thousand each. Yes. What? A, there has to be a bigger. Stake for at least. Keep in mind, uh, I'm loaded. They're good for it. Okay. He told us to. We yeah. have to. Yeah. Oh. oh, I didn't know that's how it fucking worked. <laughs> All us. right, man. Three, two, one. Remember, we're switched partners here. That well, it worked out on this end, Kolvik. I got a total of seven. Oh, I got a total of eight. Nice, nice. That's one for you. Melvin got 27. 27 to 23. Woo! That's two points for the... Well, I was going to say good guys, but two points <laughs> for you guys. Three, two, one. Oh, man, this is really a good decision. 11, Kolvik, what do you got? 17. Nice, that is victory for Kolvik. Kolvik is up 3,000. So technically up 1,000. Mm -hmm. Melvin. 26. 21. Damn! <gasps> Did wow! Switching partners was apparently the fucking way to go. So Melvin, you were even before this. Now you're up three thousand. I knew you guys could do it. <laughs> Only need that. I think there's probably suspicion of foul play now, but uh, they were they said one and done or one more and done rather. So they are done playing. Um, they'll sit and have drinks with you guys though. This these are these are some high circuit. So we were just winning our money back. Did that fox come? Coming to play? No, oh, you were just playing for money at that point. All you right. were down, All man. Right. You were way down. The fox is having drinks with us, though. So. <laughs> that is one cool fox. <laughs> All right, so are we, we're up $1,000 then, total? So, Kolvik is up 1000 Melvin is up 3000 So, we're, four. <clears throat> so we're up 2000 total. Nope. One plus three is four. <laughs> You're up a total of 4000 Because you bet it. We're 2000 in the hole. Uh, so Kolvik, and then you just won six. Kolvik lost a thousand twice, and Melvin lost a thousand and won a thousand. So you were down two thousand, but then you guys bet six thousand so and won four. So you're up four. All right, man, that was a good deal. What, what the fuck that, do we need money for anyway? We never spend it. So <laughs> that's why I was trying to get something besides money. But you know what? I'm happy in the end getting my drinks. I'll try and that. come up. With, I'll you have can, a better list of things to gamble for. Would have been pretty cool if you, you could just straight up. Fox. I know if I was better at this. You, you're up four thousand. You could just offer to straight up buy that fox for a thousand. Would you go for that? Right, why don't you make me a charisma check? See if we can add to your menagerie. Menageries. Maybe you should tell her that you've been princed. <laughs> hey, lady, how you doing? I've been prince. I'm prince. <laughs> I am flesh lit. 
16. You have 16. no bonus? I have zero bonus to charisma. Because it's not a saving throw, it's just straight charisma. Just straight up charisma. Can that I play wingman? What's that? Can Roscoe play wingman? Uh, here's what I'll give you, is I'll give you advantage on that, but I'm also going to give you fair warning that the success on this was 20. She bet the fox because she was confident she would not lose to you. Yeah. Ooh. You need to roll. That was not a 20. Okay. <laughs> uh, so she is not willing to, she, you know, she's being a good sport about All the right. whole thing and everything, but she's not willing to part with this beautiful winter coat and luscious, she's been fucking feeding it raw eggs and shit, like... The coat on this thing is beautiful, and she's not willing to part with her little fox. It looks delicious, lady. <laughs> I'll find it. I'll find one later. I need your fox anytime. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that dirty? I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Beyond dirty, weird. There's a lot of weird stuff going on there. <laughs> I'm going to say that an uncouth comment is made, and they kind of like, well, it's been great. And they kind of... <laughs> They make their way to the other side of the bar. So guys, we're sitting on 33,000 gold pieces. Or 33,000 pieces of gold. Well, that was that was a great suggestion, that Melvin. Was it? Was it? 1,000 gold to anybody that can tell me about a lich. <laughs> oh, I yell to the bar. A lich. Oh, man, you got a couple of people that are kind of like... You can see a couple people in the bar kind of like trying to think of something really quick. Like, what do I know about liches? What do I know about liches? Uh, do you want to specify? cut the throat of any con man. Most everyone goes back to their business. <laughs> <laughs> uh, let's see here. Why don't we do, let's just do a straight up roll for luck here. Give me just a d20. Uh, you know what? Give me a d20 roll at advantage. You're trying to beat a 17. Because that's a damn compelling offer, but not a lot of people know shit about liches. Alright. So I'm just going all crazy with the math and mechanics and say that. That's a 9. Alright, give me one more. Hence the advantage. Ooh, a 10. Oh man. Moving on up. Uh, nobody here, they all kind of back down with your with your second comment. Nobody really quite knows anything useful to you about liches. Well, fuck. We might have to go out and do some old adventuring and find out things for once. Uh, you guys are hanging out at the bar. You're finishing off your drinks and what have you, whatever it is that you got. Uh, you know, which, by the way, just as a quick diversion, Melvin, I'm curious, are you... Uh, are you having apple juice, or are you, uh, what are you thinking? Uh, right now I'm having apple juice. Okay, okay. Just thought I'd check in. Things could change at any moment, though. Uh, so Roscoe, I believe you were the one that had the little stone that Exude gave you, and you can, you can feel that vibrate in your pocket. You get the wah 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 And, uh, that was sort of the predetermined signal you guys had worked out to, um, go back and meet her in the room. The people are gone. They gave up their blood. The sister is gone. She gave up her bones. The brother is gone. He gave up his skin. But the last one, the one chosen by the blank stone, she must give up so much more. The demon pulls a small pouch from his belt. He puts his hands on her shoulders and pushes her down until she is sitting cross-legged in front of the fire. The demon sets the pouch behind her. He opens the drawstring slowly and with no small measure of reverence. He reaches inside with thumb and forefinger. A bone needle nearly a foot long is impossibly pulled from the pouch. Attached to the blunt end is a long silver chain that trails back into it. The demon puts a hand on the top of her head to brace her, then plunges the needle in through the back of her skull. It emerges from her forehead not with blood, but with a shimmering opalescent light. The demon switches hands to pull the needle all the way through. The plain silver chain is threaded through the head of this, the last one. As it emerges from her forehead, little rubies and emeralds and diamonds emerge as well, dangling from the chain, glowing and twinkling in the dim light of the fire. Link by link and gem by gem, the silver chain is pulled through and looped loosely around the massive but gentle fingers of the demon. On his face is the focused look of a craftsman in love with his work. The look doesn't need to last very long, though. She was very young. 
There wasn't very much to take. The dangling end of the chain emerges from the pouch behind her, slowly snakes its way up her back, and then disappears into her hair. The last one takes a deep and sharply inhaled breath. A few moments later, the end of the chain pulls from her forehead with a single black pearl dangling from it. The last one, the one chosen, lets out a cold lungful of air, and the fire is snuffed out. It cost her so very much, but the price has been paid. She takes up the armor of skin and tightens it around her body. She does not remember her brother. She takes up the weapon of bone and holds it firmly. She does not remember her sister. She takes up the ashes of the fire which have soaked up the blood of her tribe and she covers her colors and she covers her hair. She does not remember her people. There are four things left for her. Three faces and violence. So you guys uh, polish off those drinks. You make your way back upstairs to your reasonably sizable and reasonably classy room at the hotel. And sure enough, there's Exude just sitting cross-legged on the bed and staring at the three of you guys. As you enter, she uh, gestures for you guys all to uh, take a seat. Hi, Zoot. Hey, Roscoe. I don't know why, but my head just went to, is it I Love You, Man? The movie where they eat mushrooms in the hotel room and there's like six different kinds of chairs. Why do they need six different kinds of chairs? <laughs> They're watching Cheaper by the Dozen and something like, why do you have 12 kids? Okay, that's just sick. That's just sick, okay? He brought all the chairs into the room. That was a funny scene. I've done drugs before. <laughs> <laughs> I can relate. <laughs> uh, so she sits you guys down. I, I mean, I'm assuming you guys sit. I'll let you role play your posture. I flap down in bed. <laughs> you flop down, start twisting your hair. What you thinking about? <laughs> so you guys all get in the room, you, you hang out and sit yourselves wherever the fuck you want to. And she kind of like, uh, what do they call that? Bridges her fingers in front of her and, and says, so we've been researching this troubling effect on the chalice. We believe that the powerful lich Chad may have done the unthinkable to it. He fucked it. <laughs> I'm sorry I couldn't use that. <laughs> I mean, unthinkable, sure. Um, <laughs> Chad may have made half of the chalice into a phylactery. For any Harry Potter fans out there, by the way, that would be the same thing as a horcrux. It is the thing that a lich bonds its soul, or binds rather would be a better word. Amanda binds its soul to... Oh. Uh, to make it so it's not bound to a physical body which can you know be destroyed or die etc she goes on to say we have no idea what this will do to the chalice or to the ritual or to anything beyond that but we know for sure that this taint must be removed the lich chad has made his stronghold in an abandoned city in the southern half of errol the city's name was periprio thousands of years ago it was a sprawling metropolis but it has long since fallen into ruin it is the home of many undead, powerful wizards, and monstrosities beyond count. I need you to go there and destroy the Lich Chad's physical form. When it is gone, it will reform near the chalice and we can confront Chad there. It will at least buy us time. See, normally to destroy a Lich, you must destroy the phylactery. But, well, for obvious reasons, that's not really a possibility in this case, is it? Beyond that, as far as anyone knows, the chalice itself is indestructible. I can take you to the edge of Chad's domain, but very powerful magic prevents even us as gods from teleporting there directly. There's a town there called Redane, and there's an inn called The Last Stop. It is several days, maybe even weeks journey to Periprio from there, but it is close as I can drop you. Do you have any questions? No, just every time you say phylacterly, I think of them collectors. What? Isn't that philatelist? I thought for sure that was going to go somewhere dirty, but is that really what that... Yeah, it's something weird like that. Blah, 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 something. I or, a, fucking... or a phlebotomist. A, a collection blood of blood. Yeah. You know how I know that? Because you told us. By God? Learn something new every time you listen to VGAT. That was awful. that. Ha, 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 ha.
There is a reason I did not choose singing. Talking I can handle mostly. And yes, philatelist. P-H-I-L-A-T-E-L-I-S-T. Philatelist is surprisingly nothing dirty at all. It is just a stamp collector. A, a philatelist? A philatelist. It sounds dirty, doesn't it? It, it does. really does. Sounds like philate. It sounds like... Oh, guys, I'm going to go philatel. Phal phallic anthropologist. <laughs> <laughs> the study of ancient wangs. <laughs> it's when you're blowing bones. <laughs> hey. This guy, this fucking guy. <laughs> sounds like a portmanteau. Know how I learned that? Roscoe. Nice. We all learn from we all learn from each other. We all grow. Oh, it's beautiful. So, returning to the uh the matter at hand, uh Exude has basically laid out this this situation for you and, and said, like, this is the direction we need to go, this is the place we need to go, this is the thing we need you to do. Did you have any thoughts, questions, obscenities, anything you wanted to express to her right now? Nope. Sounds good, Exude. Mm -hmm. Right on. Gotta do what we gotta do. We're your guys, well, as ever. Between, so. um, do we have time to, I mean, we already had time to go get our gear, which we got. The uh, word of recall, do we want this spot, this uh, place to be our place to come back to if we want to use that spell? Sure. Sounds like a good idea. Yeah, right now it's at our... The Masturbatorium. The Masturbatorium still. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Wait, forgot we, about that. It's a hard decision we, now. <laughs> <laughs> do we still own that place? Uh, no, you guys actually don't own that place because you... We didn't fuck this up, by the way, in a previous uh, episode or adventure, however we want to think of it, is um, you guys promised that place to dunk. dunk. That's what I thought. So, well. so, yeah, you guys don't actually own uh, the old shop anymore. So should we? So do we have we a, a masturbatorium anymore? Well, uh, I was gonna say we have a lot of gold. We can invest in a new masturbatorium <laughs> business or something. <laughs> we can buy a bigger, better masturbatorium. <laughs> if you build it's it, just a coffee they shop. will come. Oh. <laughs> I'm gonna train. I want to train Perkins how to give princess in our masturbatorium. Oh. oh, oh no. Oh no. Why are you training him? Actually, I don't know how to do it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I, think you, I think you can rot through dicks just as good as anybody books. right now. Can you imagine ever paying anybody to drive a nail through your dick? <laughs> I think there's a lot of people that do. Oh I mean, everybody God. at this table, and I'm assuming everybody listening to this podcast knows what a Prince Albert piercing is. And those poor fucking bastards that don't are going to go Google it once we're done listening. Have fun, guys. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, it's popular enough. And ladies, oh. I guess. Well, they call it a different thing, but because it, it, I mean, it's not a no, Prince I Albert. I said to have fun, guys. And I said, oh, and ladies. Oh, I sure, sure. <laughs> Googling yeah, yeah. it. I don't know. Huh. It makes me uncomfortable to think about. Do you think it bruises your whole dick when you have it done? Yeah. No, I don't think it does. No? I, no, because they just use a needle. I mean, I've gotten piercings before. Not I'm there. Not blood. But, I mean, it's, nothing else gets bruised. It's just, <laughs> you know. It gets bruised because they're grabbing on so hard. <laughs> they have to stretch it out. <laughs> oh. oh, man, this is just getting way more uncomfortable. God damn. God, God damn. damn. <laughs> I just, I don't know. Just taking, just piercing that fleshy mushroom cat. <laughs> <laughs> the fuck is wrong with you? <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> <laughs> I just <laughs> suck my pierced portobello. <laughs> That's going to be the name of my uh, tattoo and piercing shop someday. <laughs> the punctured portobello. <laughs> That's not bad. <laughs> what if you're not circumcised? <laughs> oh. It's in there somewhere. I never even thought of that. <laughs> oh, they don't. Oh, what's what's a word for piercing something that starts with A? Because I want anteater was right where my head did, went there. <laughs> the the lanced anteater. Oh, 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 oh. Lance, so, so much worse. <laughs> no, it's not. All right. That's, okay. All right. That's that's the name of the bar you guys are in right now. The lanced anteater. Oh. Anteater. 
Well, I mean, it'll it'll get us back to somewhere, I guess, safe. So we don't need to change it. I was just wonder. I think it's a good idea. You should do that. Whatever you got to do. Whatever. Uh, word of recall in the same spot. I mean, we're just going to end up in somebody else's place. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Wait, wait. Why are we going back to Endon? He's just setting this as a new recall spot. Oh, right? a recall oh, spot. So in case like of emergency. Okay. Yeah. Very good. Wait, I'm sorry. You did or did not did change? Did not change it. Did I'm not just... change. Wait, you're not going to change it? So you're going to leave it at the Masturbatorium? I was thinking, so. I mean, where else would we have it? We don't want to go all the way back to Andon, though. Well, I'll, we'll pop in there also, and all of a sudden there's a fucking... What kind of creature is Dunk? Kobold. 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 Wait, wait, wait. In the Masturbatorium <laughs> doing what one <laughs> does in the Masturbatorium. We're not, we're not in Andon, are we? You're in, yeah, you're in Kingsbury we're in right Kingsbury, now. okay. Yeah. Let's see, um, I gotta read it real quick how long it takes to make one of these things. There's, there's no distance limitation, is there? Because you'll be like a couple thousand miles away across the ocean. That would also suck to like basically have to redo the level. <laughs> You'd have to get back there if you like. Mm-hmm. Uh, it just says a previously designated area. They fucking knock the building down and you just appear a two stories up like a fucking Wile E. Coyote cartoon. Look around. <laughs> Pop open an umbrella and then drop. Why are we making these signs that say help? Oh, yes, that's what he does, not an umbrella. Actually, is there, an umbrella is there a temple of Hiaea anywhere around here? Um, because it says casting a spell within a location such as a temple dedicated to or strongly linked to your deity as an example. So it'd have to probably be something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, this is a big city, and uh, I think there would definitely be a place of worship for all of the gods here. Including Hiaea filth. Whoa, what? <laughs> Where did the filth come from? <laughs> I'm very prejudiced. <laughs> Against Hiaeans. It's a death cult. <laughs> uh, you know, I suspect there'd be like some amount of prejudice against that, but it's not super bad. All right, yeah. So you're gonna you're gonna you're gonna find that temple. Mm-hmm. It's a loyal worshiper of Hiaea, and um, she grants you that boon of creating the word of recall in her temple. Perfect. 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 There you be. And I am ready to go. And how just, long did that take by the way? Is it just a ritual like 10 minutes or It Yeah, it doesn't say how long it takes. It doesn't have a ritual. Um innate one day. I have no clue what that means. Duration instantaneous. Da, 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 designated sanctuary. Yeah, you can just you can just fucking designate you must designate a sanctuary by casting this spell within a location, such as a temple, dedicated to or strongly linked to your deity. The yeah. casting time of this spell is one action, and it is instantaneous. So all you gotta do is go to that temple and cast this spell, which takes one action, which is six seconds. So, yeah, that's, that's easily done. And your word of recall <laughs> is set to a new location. Nice. I think you did. Did anyone else play Angband? Yeah. Play what? I played it. Angband. Angband. Anytime I think of Word of Recall, that's all I think of is you're back in that shitty little town. It's a text-based rogue-like game. Mm. It's very, very old and yes, it is very, very hard to beat. I don't think I've ever beaten it. I've never even gotten like halfway there. I think it's like fifty levels, and I don't think I've ever made it past twenty-five. I haven't. There's this cool uh, Android game that's uh, very reminiscent of Angband. It's called Pathos. So, Word of Recall is set in a new location in a temple to Haya in the uh, city of Kingsbury. You guys are otherwise prepped and ready to go, I assume. And Kolvik will just say that that we'll, we'll just kind of like retcon that, that you did that before, perhaps while you were out on your walk. All right, man. You guys ready to go? Here we yeah. go. How we go? Here we fucking go. Going down, Chad. <laughs> Chad. So, you all kind of gather together, Exude stands up, Roscoe stands up, you all stand up, assuming you were sitting or something before, and Exude snaps her fingers, and a mere moment later, in the blink of an eye, you pop into existence in the middle of a road in a large and open flatland. The sun is getting low over a town that's visible a little distance away to the west. Exude says, I will leave you here. 
Straight into town you will find the last stop. You can rest there for the night. Perhaps find any provisions you need that you didn't bring. To the east, along this road, you will find Periprio and the domain of Chad. Destroy him and report back to me. You will be greatly rewarded. And with a uh, brisk RuPaul-esque snap... <laughs> that was a good time. <laughs> Comedic genius over here. That's thinking with your butthole. <laughs> and she's gone. And there you are, standing on the roadside, off to your, uh, off to your, fuck did I just say? Off to your west. Off to your west. It's not just your west, it's everybody's west. Um, to the west, you have the town, and to the east, you have the, well, the road that goes to Chad. What would you like to do? You find yourself at a proverbial crossroads. Off to Chad then, eh, fellas? Chad, 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 Chad. All right, fuck that town. And you start walking your way. What? Nothing. Wait, I feel like I'm missing something. You guys are eyeing each other meaningfully. We go to that town. I mean, you you really don't have to. I don't want you guys to feel like you need to like pursue everything that I put out there. You don't need to go to this town. I'll tell you that up, to, up front and be honest. Feels like we should. Though. I was really excited about this chant, so I'm going along with that. Chant, 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 chant. Cut in three hours later. Chant, chant, chant. You guys are just stomping down this fucking road in the middle of nowhere, like chant, chant. It just never fucking ends. <laughs> Alright, let's go to the town. <laughs> well, now I feel like I'm coercing you. I don't want to railroad it, man. Well, I don't know off chance that a lot of work was put into this town that we don't know about. We should go to this oh, town. You have no idea how low effort. No, I'm. Yeah, no, the town. <laughs> <laughs> so, you, you get to say, is everybody cool with going? Well, we decided to chant Chad into the town. So, okay. people know what we're doing there at least. Nice. But. All right, so you're looking for Chad. <laughs> I imagine Colvick's like, like, you guys are like, wait, we should go back to the town. Every once in a while, I just hear Colvick like kicking a rock. Chad. 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 Oh, we're going to Chad. Yep. We're going to. Okay. All right, man. So you guys make your way to the town of Redane. And Redane, Redane is a dump, pure and simple. Uh, for the most part, it's a little more than a shanty town. The streets are hard-packed mud. The buildings are crumbling brick or stone. Uh, in some places, they're kind of grouped together. Other places, they're spaced further apart. Um, the closer you get to like what appears to be the center of this little town, the closer the little shitty buildings seem to lean towards each other. You get about to the center of the town, and by this time, it's starting to get pretty dark out. A low murmur of noise is coming from a tavern on the north side of the road, and you can tell that you have arrived at the last stop. Now you want to just start chanting Chad and turn around again? <laughs> Always thought. Yep. Presuming you go in. I'm thirsty. Yeah, yeah. Chad, 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 Chad. The way everyone knows what we're all about. Uh-huh. Walking into the bar, chanting Chad. <laughs> so the, this, uh, this bar room, it's, it's kind of grungy and kind of dingy. Uh, it's fairly crowded as you enter. You can see the patrons of this place. They kind of size you up as you step into the dim light. Uh, you see a couple of them actually kind of smile a little bit and shake their heads. You even hear a few people give a, sort of like a low chuckle. There are five tables, four of which are filled. There's a few empty chairs by the fire. And there's a bar with six stools, uh, two of which are empty. And it's a, pretty, uh, so it's a pretty packed night. You see quite a few people here. What would you like to do? Mm, we chant Chad. No. <laughs> Just stand in the doorway, don't even fucking sit. <laughs> Make it pointed eye contact we with could, everyone as you <laughs> we could whisper it in there. Chat, chat, chat. Is there music? Nope, there is no music. Oh. Just the low moan of wind across this barren plains. What a shithole. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's like a bunch of like bored shriekers outside. Uh <laughs> Uh, well, I'm going to walk up to the bar and get the local brew, which is probably just beer, please. 
Mm. Yeah, I don't think they have much of a variety here, probably. Give me drink. Give me drink. Your finest toilet wine. I'll take your best <laughs> horse piss. <laughs> you approach the bar. Uh, you find yourself faced with uh, a pretty massive orc who is missing his right hand. And uh, you say you'd like a beverage. Is he the only orc in here? No, the crowd is very, very, very mixed. It is definitely a rogues gallery here. That's a rogues uh, gallery. Okay. Rogue, like just a lot of people and, a, and very mixed, very different. And all of them rogues. Not all, not the class rogue, but, you know, people living roguish lifestyles are rogues gallery. I'm going to be sure to get my coin purse inside of my jacket pocket on the front side. Very smart. Very smart. Do you got Looking a fake around. coin purse back there with religious pamphlets in it? No, I have one that spikes stick out of somebody's takes it. <laughs> so right, that, pierces that's a, right into their hands. It's a thing my grandpa used to do. He used to carry a fake wallet in his back right pocket and then a real wallet in his right front pocket. And, in, and the one in the back pocket was filled with religious literature. Oh, Jesus. Whoa. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Can you imagine being this? And nobody ever stole it. He never got to give that to someone. How many people do you know that have had their wallet stolen out of their pocket? A one. Exactly one. I don't know any. A young lady who was in France, on uh, I think in the subway or in the street, something like that. I'll actually ask for my beer in Orc. Try to get a little good demeanor from him. Oh, see if he. You uh, do speak Orc. Mm-hmm. Ah, so you get a you get an approving. Uh, you know, let's let's see how approving because we should roll dice because we're playing D and D. That's a fucking twenty, man. A natural wow. twenty. This bartender, like, it's across the bar. You lock eyes. <laughs> Subtle, gentle music starts playing in the wind, and maybe maybe it's just an illusion of the wind. Maybe you're the only two that can hear it. Uh, but you, I'm going to say damn near float across the bar towards each other, uh, him behind the bar still, so he can't float very far. But as you approach the end, uh, you ask for a a local beer and he says, you know what? You got it. (laughs) You got it. Tell me, Orc, do they call you the stranger? Uh, he introduces himself as Genghis. He says, I'm Genghis. Does it ever bother you when people pronounce that Genghis? Never had anybody do that before, but that uh, would probably bother me. <laughs> right about that. Oh, uh, Sounds good, Jengus. <laughs> where you are writing? I'm sorry, what? Where you are writing? Red-handed? Oh. <laughs> For some reason, I thought you were doing, like, weird Asian accent. <laughs> like, where you are writing? <laughs> <laughs> Why the fuck I thought that? <laughs> it makes no sense. He says... Yes, I was formerly right-handed. Thank you for pointing that out. <laughs> What's it like in the old masturbatorium? Oh, I was always a lefty for that. <laughs> oh, all right. Well, I'm just going to straight up ask him, since I felt like we had this amazing conversation, and <laughs> uh, connection, and just say, we're looking for a lich around here. Name is Chad. Just say it softly so like a whole bunch of people around if they don't want them to hear what we're... Yeah, it's not like record scratch and everybody <laughs> in the bar turns around and starts chanting, Chad. Chad, <laughs> Chad, 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 Chad. <laughs> Fast forward to an hour later and the whole bar's got pitchforks and torches and they're walking out of the bar. <laughs> no, so you uh, you say you're looking for Chad. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and he kind of like... He gives you like a little bit of a dumbfounded look and he's like... uh. Why would you want to do that? I'm really, I'm in and out of this accent here. I'm sorry. I'm trying to go semi-Australian, but not too bad. I actually just got done watching Lord of the Ring. Our business is our own. Nice. Oh, Tell me your ooh. name, Horsemaster. Being all snippy with him. Or not snippy, but mm-hmm. business is your own. He says, uh, well, if you're looking for him, you're going to go back out that door and go east. Uh, eventually, you'll go... Uh, is this like Canada with this one road leading east and west? <laughs> <laughs> it's just one straight up road going all the way across. Uh, no, he's so he he kind of leans in a little conspiratorially. Um, leans in conspiratory. Cons- sure, we get it. Yeah, yeah. No, you guys get that. I'm trying to make that word. He leans in conspiratorially towards Ooh. you. Can you use that in a sentence. He leans in conspiratorially. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, and says, uh, well, I don't know what you're looking for out there, but if you head east, well, the road goes to his domain, and you'll get there. Maybe. 
That's a long way to say just follow that road. He looks at you and says, Is it you? Is it you the reason that they're going there? It's a lot of wizards end up over there. And a lot of them come back. Why? Well, wizards, you know, it's a lich. Yeah. Well, they're all, you know, like, hanging about and like, hey, make me another lich too. And, you know. Oh, they want to become liches? Well, powerful wizards, you know, that's like a thing. So you know, that's a thing? Well, I guess you guys maybe didn't know then. Are several liches over there? Well, there's the one. There might be others. Nobody really hears from them. We just know there's the one. I mean, Chad. Who doesn't know Chad, right? <laughs> right, everybody? Chad? And the bar goes, Chad! 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 Chad. <laughs> that doesn't actually happen. <laughs> well, blame me, mate. <laughs> Do you think there's anybody around here who would want to help us? Or are we looking for assistance at all? I don't know. Are there any, uh, are there any wizards around here that survived? Well, they all get there and then they stay. They, uh, you know, they're all like looking to carry favor with the, uh, with the great and powerful Chad. Does Chad ever come to town? Nobody's ever seen Chad leave his lair. What's in his lair? Well, Chad. <laughs> <laughs> Have you oh, okay. ever been to his lair? <laughs> Fuck no. I'm not going out there. I'm not crazy. You think I want to die? What is a lich? Well, lich? It's a wizard, ain't it? <laughs> uh, let's see here. I don't know that he would know too much detail about it, so let's just... We'll throw a dice away. And I think that made it all the way over to you. I'm having some serious trouble with... 13. It's got to be in the box. 14. So he knows enough about liches to tell you that a lich... And I guess I'll kind of say this for the benefit of all of you and for the audience... A lich is a powerful, powerful, powerful wizard. Like, very, very, very powerful. No, is he... Are they usually undead? Yes, sorry, I was getting to that. I just had to burp. Oh. Um, the, so what, what a lich is, what this guy knows, is that as a very, very powerful lich, what they do is they figure out a way to cheat death. Uh, typically through some sort of bargain or arrangement to get some kind of something. It's a bartender. He's not really sure. Uh, clearly not a wizard. But they find a way through great power and great intelligence and a lot of other things to uh, bind their soul to an object rather to, than to their body and thus cheat death. And only the most powerful of magics can do so. Well, already. Hey, what happens if we come into possession of this object, what can we do? Mm, can we control Chad? I don't think that this guy would know that, but let's, let's roll. Let's roll. I'm going to say that's got to be like an 18 or higher, because this is just a bartender. That's a fucking 20. <laughs> this is the most... Well, we found the best bartender this ever. This fucking bartender is just like, well, let me get out my room set. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to write a paper about this. Oh, this yeah. bartender... <laughs> like a fucking cockney Australian. <laughs> just, I'm writing a paper about liches, me is. <laughs> no idea what I'm doing with this accent. <laughs> I think it's fantastic. <laughs> cockney Australian. That's perfect. Who's a PhD candidate in lichery? <laughs> lichery. Uh, so he uh, he knows. That the object itself does not. Episode sixty five Chad, Chad, Chad. Chad was released on January 6, 2019. We'll see you again in one week for another exciting episode of Vegan, 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 the Very Good Adventuring Team. Moist. Butthole is a funny word. Yeah, yeah. butthole's always butthole funny. is great. Mm -hmm. Butthole. It's weird that butt on its own, like, from age like ten down, it, it, like you can't not laugh at it. But past that, you kind of you kind of need a little more. You need to be coupled <laughs> with something. Like you can say butt on television, but you can't say butthole. Yeah. Like you can refer to the butt, 
holistically, but, <laughs> no, but, no, not, yeah, tried, yeah. <laughs> but not specifically reference the butthole. Butthole. <laughs> butthole. A hole in a butt. There's a hole in your butt. <laughs> That's where we draw the line. <laughs> Can athletes who poop their pants during competition? Mm-hmm. 